Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with the 2022 Little 500 women's champions, Abby Teed, Abby Green, Julie Torbick, and Grace Williams from Melizana Cycling. IU Football's Micah McFadden gets drafted in the NFL, and four others sign undrafted free agent deals. Jordan Geronimo returns to IU while four others announce transfer destinations. We'll have our high school scoreboard update, and we'll look ahead to the week in IU Athletics, so let's talk sports. We will start with Indiana University linebacker Micah McFadden being selected 146th overall in the fifth round by the New York Giants. McFadden is the 13th player drafted from IU since 2014, and at least one Hoosier has been selected in each of the last nine seasons, the program's longest streak since 1983 to 1998. McFadden finished his IU career with 216 tackles, 149 solo tackles, 14 sacks, 4 interceptions, 3 forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, and four pass breakups. Congratulations to Micah McFadden on being drafted by the New York Giants in the NFL Draft. Four others did not get drafted on Saturday, but they all signed undrafted free agent deals after the draft concluded. Tight end Peyton Hendershot and wide receiver Ty Freifogel are headed to the Dallas Cowboys. Offensive tackle Caleb Jones headed to the Green Bay Packers. And safety, Raheem Lane handed to the Los Angeles Chargers. Jordan Geronimo announced that he is returning to IU men's basketball for the 2022-23 season. The New York, New Jersey native played in 34 games this season, averaged 4.4 points, 3.6 rebounds in 12.6 minutes per game. He had 24 block shots. He also came up big in the games against Michigan in the Big Ten Tournament and Wyoming in the NCAA Tournament. Geronimo, of course, is known for his leaping ability and his dunking, and the Hoosiers are happy to have him back for next season. The four players who left the IU men's basketball program after the season have announced their transfer destinations. Rob Fennessy headed to the University of Cincinnati. Michael Durr headed to Central Florida. Parker Stewart headed back to Tennessee Martin and Christian Lander headed to Western Kentucky. Fennessey, Durr, and Stewart have one year remaining. Stewart goes back to Tennessee Martin from where he transferred. He transferred to IU after his father, Anthony, who was the head coach there, unexpectedly passed away. And now Stewart goes back to Tennessee Martin to finish his career. Lander will have three years left at Western Kentucky. Indiana University Women's Soccer has announced the 2022 fall schedule. The Hoosiers will host 10 matches at Bill Armstrong Stadium and play three non-conference road matches. The Hoosiers will have preseason matches against Miami University of Ohio and Northwestern. They will start the season with a road trip at West Virginia August 18th. 
and Virginia Tech August 21st. They will hope open the home season against Ball State Thursday, August 25th at 8 p.m. They will host Notre Dame Labor Day Sunday at 6 o'clock, and they will play 10 Big Ten matches starting Sunday, September 18th with a home game against Penn State, and they host Purdue on Sunday, October 16th with a 1 p.m. start. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard. In softball, West Vigo beat Edgewood 3-2. Bloomington South beat Bloomington North 2-0. Edgewood beat South Putnam 7-0. Bloomington South beat Brown County 10-3. Floyd Central beat Bloomington North 14-9. And Bloomington South beat Floyd Central 7-2. In baseball, West Vigo beat Edgewood 9-0. Bloomington South beat Bloomington North 6-4. Edgewood beat South Putnam 17 to nothing in 5 innings. Bloomington South beat Jennings County 2 to 1. Bloomington North beat Bishop Chittard 5 to 4. Bloomington North beat Danville in a doubleheader 15 to 1 in 5 innings and 6 to 3. Bloomington South beat Columbus East 6 to 5. Columbus East beat Bloomington South in game 2 8 to 2. In girls tennis, Bloomington North beat Mooresville 5 to nothing. Edgewood beat Greencastle 3-2. Sullivan beat Edgewood 4-1. Bloomington South beat Paoli 4-1. Bloomington North beat Plainfield 4-1. Bloomington South beat Bloomington North 3-2. In boys golf, Bloomington South beat Columbus North 298-312. Edgewood beat Martinsville 197-199. Bloomington North beat Martinsville 335 to 386. Edgewood beat Owen Valley 197 to 199. Bloomington North was fourth at the Bedford North Lawrence Tournament in girls track and field. Bloomington North was second. Bloomington South sixth at the Conference Indiana Meet. And in boys track and field, Bloomington North wins the Conference Indiana Meet with 155 points. Bloomington South second with 63. That is a look at our high school scoreboard. When we come back, we will talk with the 2022 Little 500 Women's Champions, Abby Teed, Abby Green, Julie Torbeck, and Grace Williams from Melizana Cycling. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them. But call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MAT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MAT. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Hi, this is Haley Jordan, beat writer for Sports Illustrated Indiana, and I listen to Talkin' Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guests. They are the 2022 Little 500 Women's Bike Race Champions, Melizana Cycling, Junior Abby Green from Fort Wayne, Senior Julie Torbick from Vernon Hills, Illinois, Senior Captain Abby Teed from Indianapolis, and the hometown girl, senior Grace Williams from right here in Bloomington, 2018 Bloomington North grad. Ladies, congratulations. It is a pleasure to have you all. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. So, Grace, I'm going to start with you. You are from Bloomington North. You graduated in 2018. Hasn't sunk in yet that you're all little 500 champions. I feel like it still needs some time to sink in. Abby Teed, you're the captain of this outfit. You have been on the team for four years. Your dad rode in Little Five. Has it sunk in for you yet? No. I don't know if it ever will sink in. It just feels so crazy. <laughs> Julie, you're the senior. You've also been in Little Five for a couple of years. And your brother, you watched your brother compete for five years. So what was the emotion like when you all crossed that finish line in first? It was so exciting just watching my brother when he competed for four years. I always wanted him to win. Obviously, they placed second, and that was super exciting. I never thought that one day we would be able to win it all, and we did. And it was such a great feeling. And Abby Green, you are the junior on the team. You are a rookie. You've only been involved for just a couple months. So go from two months involved to winning it all. It feels really surreal. I mean, I was just really happy to be out there with everyone. I would have been proud of us if we tried really hard and we got 10th. But the fact that we committed to our goal and we got first, like that was really cool. You ladies started 13th inside row five out of 22 teams. But you guys went to the front immediately, and after 30 laps, you dominated. So, Abby T, I'm going to start with you because you finished the race. You were the one that got that checkered flag. So, did you know that even though you were in the middle of row five, you knew that you guys were going to go right to the front as soon as you could? Yeah, that was the plan. Staying in the back for too long can be really unsafe. And I knew that because we were already starting back like we had no time it was the plan to go directly up to the front and grace you had 50 laps under your belt this whole race so how do you all divide it and how do you all try to split how this is going to work and all the bike exchanges because i was getting fascinated during watching the race watching how these bike exchanges happen well we have a really great coach who was able to like we we had our framework of a plan which honestly went very similar to what happened in the race but he would change like he would watch our lap times and if we slowly like start slowing down or if he was watching our body language and we looked like we were kind of losing time on the break then he would hold up a sign and tell us to come in and I think he did that really really well and like on the fly and then we're just able to listen to that and so yeah, we, it followed the plan, but at the same time, he kind of was still flexible with us. And that was, I think that's like a mark of really good coaching. So Abby Green, how many laps did you get to do? And how did you know that it was just time to sub in or sub out? I don't know how many laps I did. I went in maybe four times. It was just kind of like James, our coach, we'd be like cooling down and warming up on the bike and he would just give us instructions for that rep, what we needed to do, which is really nice because we'd have to like focus on the whole big picture of it. It was just kind of like, okay, go in and try and close the gap or go in and ride with the pack, which was helpful for me, especially being like a rookie. I didn't really, I don't have that much race experience so that I really appreciated that. 
And Julie, same for you. How many laps did you complete? And again, just the uh, communication is so important in races like this. Like Gabby, I'm not exactly sure how many laps I did. I think it was somewhere around like 10 to 12-ish. But my job was really just to go in and just do a few laps as fast as I can, just basically destroy my legs, just either grow or keep it consistent. And yeah, I think everything really went to the plan. We all did what we were supposed to do, but James is also a big factor in just keeping an eye on all of us, both whoever's out on the track, but also the, whoever was on the trainer and just really deciding spot on who's ready to go in, who needs to come out. And he was really quick to make those decisions. Fans came back and this year it was packed. No fans, of course, beautiful weather on that Friday afternoon with temperatures near 80 degrees. For all of you, how great was it to one, have fans back to how focused were you knowing that they were all there? You had your support section cheering you. And just the fact that after not having fans in 2021, I guess for Abby Teed and Julie racing in 2021, how weird was it not to have fans and then have fans back? It was crazy to not have fans last year. I was happy that we still got to have a race regardless. It was so sad. And seeing the videos of the race from last year with nobody in the stands and nobody there to celebrate with DG, like except for themselves, like it's so heartbreaking. And it just made me like even more grateful that it happened for us this year and that my parents could be there and all of our alumni and everybody that's like loved and supported us and gotten us, helped to get us to this goal. It was amazing. Yeah. And this was my first year racing. I didn't race last year, but it was really important to me to be able to have all those fans there with us because we just have such a huge support system. And I know it wouldn't have been the same without having them all behind us and just jumping the fence as soon as we crossed the finish line. It was so amazing to look back and see everyone there. But honestly, for me, at least being on the track, having the fans, you just kind of tune them out and you really just focus on everything in front of you because I tend to get nervous when seeing so many people watching me do something. But just really keeping focused on the track. That was what I needed to do to know that I'd be able to do my job well. Go ahead, Grace. Just your thoughts on just the day in the atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I kind of grew up with this a little bit and I, I like knew how crazy it was, but honestly, it was more than I really ever expected. And like, I've been to big running meets and I've done stuff like that. And it was like, that's nothing compared to anything here and I think that's what made it so special was getting to be there no matter like what happened in the race it was like some of my college friends and my family and all of these amazing people that I've met this year it's like everyone in one spot who all just like love and care about you was like one of the coolest feelings ever yeah then to have us win is like a whole other like cherry on top because I mean it's just a really cool experience first title in team history Abby Green for you being the rookie, the fact that you all got to do the victory lap afterwards with all your fans running around the track behind you, I'm sure that was just a special moment. It was, it was for sure. Just the fact that, like everyone said, we could accomplish what we did with everyone that we love and care about. I know we all had friends and family that drove up to see us or came from out of town. And just the fact that they care that much about something that you're doing, it's just really validating. I wouldn't have wanted to do it any other way. Were you all surprised that there were no cautions in the race? Yeah, I think I just 
leading up to the race, we really focus on being safe. I think normally there's less crashes in the women's race than the men's race, but just, I think every time I went in after we had lapped the field originally, it was just like, okay, don't mess this up. The only thing that can mess this up is if we crash. So we just really focus on being safe. Same for you, Julie. Were you surprised at no cautions? Yeah, like Gabby, I was a little bit surprised, but like she said, our main goal was just to be safe. Like even in our quals time, that was our main focus was just not to fall into just get it done. We didn't care so much about our time. We just wanted to make sure that we all stayed up. And once we had the lead, that was our main goal, stay in a position that would keep us safe and also just do our best in that sense. And Abby Teed, you were the one that crossed first. You guys won by over a minute, finished in an hour, 14 minutes and 15 seconds. Did you know how far you all were out in front? And when did you realize we're going to win this baby? I knew as soon as Grace got off the bike off her first set and we put Abby Green in. I mean, I knew then and I looked at her and was smiling and Grace looked at me and was like, it's not over yet. stop celebrating now so yeah I mean I kind of had an idea because again like James was telling us everything that was happening like on every side like even when we were doing like a cool downs and stuff Grace you set the pace of course going 50 laps when did you realize of course telling the teammates not to celebrate early but when did you realize okay we have this I I always hesitate to like let your guard down just because again like in a race anything can happen and I've seen people be up a good amount and then it ends they they don't end up winning and like you you just never know so on my last set I was like we really have this like it was I gave it to Abby Green and then at that point I was like yeah we won and Abby T finished it off and she was smiling the whole time and I was like yep this is it (laughs) well we're gonna take a quick break when we come back more with 2022 little 500 champions Melanzana cycling after this quick timeout this talking sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. Hi, this is Indiana University softball head coach, Shonda Stanton. You're listening to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. On the South Central Indiana News Network, my guest, 2022 Little 500 Women's Champions, Melanzana cycling with Julie Torbeck, Abby Green, Abby Teed, and Grace Williams. Ladies, we were talking about the end of the race and how you all knew at some point it was meant to be. You all did well in the 
events leading up to it, Grace, you won the individual time trials and the missing out, and the team was second in team pursuits. How important was it to you to go out and win those two events? I I mean, for me, I've never done these events before, so I didn't really, my goal wasn't necessarily just to win all of them. I just mostly was going to go as hard as I could, and like that ended up happening, and that was super exciting. And then, yeah, I don't know, it kind of just like all fell into place, and then our team pursuit run, I was, I think we really solidified our confidence in that and the fact that we're just a really deep team. And that was probably the coolest out of all of the spring series and really set us up for what happened in the race. Abby T, you've been the captain of this team. How did you feel after that going into second in team pursuits? I felt really good about the effort that we put out at team pursuit. Again, it went exactly to plan and we finished strong and it was exciting. And I think it was almost like kind of good to get second, I feel like, because it helped us not let our guard down to continue to keep training for the race and listening to our bodies and taking care of ourselves and doing all the things that we needed to keep doing without getting like overly excited and confident in ourselves. And, and Julie, for you competing in your first little five, how did you feel going into all these events? I had so many emotions going in for the whole week. I was nervous, but then excited and then nervous and then excited. So I didn't quite know what to think. I knew what to expect just because I've been at so many races and watched them. But for me, myself to be racing in it, I was more excited than nervous. But those were really the two thoughts just going through my head for as soon as I found out I was going to be in the race. And Abby Green, for you, you've learned under these other three ladies going through this as someone who's only been on the team for a couple months. How did you feel going into all these events? Really just trying to keep it all straight. I mean, there's so many new things that become second nature when you've been doing it for a long time. But I definitely ask a lot of questions and it's nice to like have people that are patient and just like want you to learn and want you to succeed. You never feel like a burden when you're trying to like learn the ropes. But really, it was just fun like to go out every Saturday and when we have like the spring series events all the teams and we still had like alumni and friends I would come out and watch so it was it didn't really feel like just on race day they like showed out it was like they've been there through it all which was reassuring now you all got to ride around in the parade laps before the men's race I'm sure that had to be an exciting moment for each one of you Grace talk about that because being from here you get to show out in front of all your the hometown crowd so I'm sure you all enjoyed that moment talk about that Yeah, I mean, I think (laughs) we were really excited to go out and just kind of do that little loop just because, again, it's like it really hadn't set in at that point. And so that's more of just like us kind of being like, we really did that. And obviously just it really wouldn't mean as much as it did if we didn't have all the people around us who cared. So being able to go out there and have them in the stands for the second day to support us and support the men's teams is is just kind of insane to me. Really cool. Abby Teed, how did it feel to you to get that parade lap before the men's race? I was really excited about the pace car lap. I've been talking about it for weeks. I told my whole family about it. I was so excited about it. But yeah, it was just exciting. And to see like us going around and all of our fans, like on different points in the track, like cheering for us and everyone was still so excited. It it made all of this feel like very like wholesome for the whole team and like everything that we were able to do for us and the alumni. 
Abby Green, same question. How did you feel getting to ride around in that braid lap? I mean, it was fun. I've never like stood outside of a car like that before. So that was always fun. But it was, I guess for me, all of Friday was just like, it felt like a dream. Like we were in like a different dimension. I don't know, like it didn't feel real. And then the fact that we woke up on Saturday and we got to like keep reliving it with all of our friends and family, it made it feel more real. Like it still doesn't quite feel like it actually happened. But the fact that we showed up and people still cared, um, that was cool. And Julie, same for you. I mean, you're the only non-Hoosier in this group, but your brother competed in it. So I'm sure it had a different meaning to you, but felt really good to take that parade lap around the track. Yeah, I honestly felt like we were local celebrities just seeing, looking out the window and just seeing everyone just screaming for us. Um, people we knew, but also people we didn't know. And just being on the infield before the started them or like before the men's race started we had so many people coming up to us and congratulating us and it was just like everyone knew our names people that we didn't know they knew us um so that was really cool and it it really just showed how much of a community this is and how much everyone supports each other and it was a lot of fun okay i've got to ask this have you all watched breaking away mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah. I, i'm sure how many times i've only seen, I've only seen it once like okay. two or three times i've seen it of course, quintessential uh, Bloomington movie. I know you all are going to have your ceremony tonight to get your trophy. So we only got a minute or two left. Abby Teed, I want to end with you because you're the captain. You're also on the Riders Council. So talk about the responsibilities that you have as team captain, being on the Riders Council, and also the relationships with other teams. I, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of responsibility being on RC um, to be a leader in the community and like a positive and like smiling face to encourage people to like come in and show like what a fantastic opportunity this is and how much fun it is and the uniqueness of the event. And that my position on Riders Council has only like strengthened my relationship with all the other teams. I think my freshman year being a rookie, I didn't really know what was going on at all. So I didn't get to know like a ton of other people, except for like the leaders that were on RC. And then with the race being canceled, and then everyone was kind of split up junior year, like quarantining and whatnot. Um, This is the first time that I really feel like I've gotten the opportunity to get to know like as many people as possible in the community and like form those relationships. It's been really awesome. And I've loved every minute of it. Well, ladies, I know you got your trophy ceremony tonight go get that trophy enjoy every moment abby t abby green julie torbeck grace williams i appreciate you all being on with me thank you very much for the time and congratulations again dominating performance and something that will never be taken away from you to say 2022 little 500 women's bike race champions thank you all very much for the time i really appreciate it thank you thank you my thanks to Abby T, to Abby Green, Julie Torbick, and Grace Williams from Melisana Cycling for being my guest this week. It is a light week in IU sports. Finals week is upon us, and the seasons are starting to wind down. IU track and field hosts the Billy Hayes Invitational Friday at 1 o'clock. Baseball is at Michigan Friday through Sunday. They will play at 6 on Fridays, 2 on Saturday, and 1 on Sunday. Softball at Nebraska Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1. Congratulations to Indiana Rowing. They won their fifth straight Dale England Cup 
over the weekend at Lake Lemon. The Hoosiers scored 72 points. Clemson had 51, Notre Dame had 33, and Michigan State had 24. The Hoosiers took all the events but one with Notre Dame winning the second varsity four and Indiana coming in second. So congratulations to the Lady Hoosiers for winning their fifth straight Dale England Cup. IU women's golfer Ane Donegan will be representing IU in the 2022 NCAA Women's Golf Regional at the University of Michigan Golf Course. She will be the first player to represent Indiana as an individual since Aaron Harper in 2018. The Hoosiers did not make the regional as a team. Their last appearance was 2019. Tracy Chapman in 1988 and Debbie Lee and 1989 are the only individuals to qualify for regional in program history besides Harper and Donegan. The team made 11 total regionals since 1985, so congrats to her on her feet. Thank you for joining us this evening, and thanks to our sponsors on behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network. My name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media. And every Monday night, right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.